Blog Talk Radio. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our heads in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve, you deserve the glory and the honor. And the honor. Lord, we love you, say, Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we praise your holy Oh, 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 oh,
faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. <laughs> you do glory. You're the faithful God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is You want to declare it. Your name, your name. Your name is
of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is much spiritual warfare warfare going on. I mean, it hit our church like a ton of bricks this week, and we're hearing more and more. Amen, sis. That's great. Listening while you're cooking? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we're glad you're here. You too, Sister Jeanette. Praise God. We pray that others will come. But, yeah, spiritual warfare is off the charts. <laughs> and we better know our place. We better know who we to believe in and trust in who has all power and authority. And you proclaim the name of Jesus. As this week I've been hearing many uh, uh, encounters of people with ones that are uh, either possessed or the Nephilims or whatever they are, uh, they are manifesting and they're getting bold and coming against churches even. They are being shown up on airplanes. They have shown up in uh, stores, restaurants, all kinds of places, and this is real. Warfare is happening, and praise God. We need to humble ourselves and trust the Lord Jesus and lift up the name, his name, that we come in the name of the Lord, nothing of ourselves, nothing of religion, but we come in the name of Jesus. We come in the name of the Lord, like the angel would say, or the angel said, I come in the name of the captain of hosts. Hallelujah, the Lord Jesus Christ. He has all power and authority over the enemy. Anything else, you don't have a way to stand up against it all, the devil. Satan and all his cohorts, but you have you have great uh, overcoming mighty victory in Christ, and it's over him and everything about him, and it upsets me and angers me when believers are being run over by him because they don't know their place and their authority in Christ. That people need to know, need to get in God's word and know what you're dealing with. And that you can't do it yourself. Sure can't do it in your own strength like we've always tried to do everything. No, we have to come in the name of the Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit is the way you stand. Well, praise God. This Jeanette shared with me stuff that's going on, pointing to the glorious coming of Christ. Uh, a brother on uh, Facebook was sharing about, I don't know if y'all heard, about the red planet. The red planet that people are seeing in South Africa, in the southern zone, where people have said that know about this stuff, said would start showing up. And that is bringing in that uh, planet group of uh, Planet X, the uh, brown dwarf star, dwarf star or dwarf planet that's called a destroyer. Very interesting. And uh, it's a fiery planet that we could start seeing in the sky regularly. And when that planet uh, shows up, it is pretty well announcing judgment is coming. God's judgment is coming, and it could be in a place that it's bringing stuff with it. The kind of stuff and this a planet group's bringing is what it's doing to the earth and pulling on and causing extreme weather and all this type of stuff. The next thing could be is, astro, I mean, uh, is a meteorite storm that's not going to just go by and they're like, ooh, wah, ooh, in the sky. No, they'll be coming down, and they'll be hitting the earth. And we know that by the scripture, the word of God, that these kind of things would happen. 
And it's pointing to them because they're going to happen in the tribulation. So if they're going to happen in the tribulation, what does it say about us as believers? Jesus is coming for us. Our glorious Savior is coming for us. Praise his holy name. He is worthy of all praise and glory, and he's coming for us. We need to look to him. We need to be who he's called us to be and the way he wants us to be and what he is telling us, how we should be. Humble ourselves inside of our glorious God and King. Humble ourselves. Be meek and humble like Christ was. By the power of the Holy Spirit, you're able. The old flesh, no, it wants to rise up. It wants its way, and it will fight tooth and nail. But we as believers, we are not. If we do warfare, it is in the spirit realm, not in the physical realm. God has not called us to get an armory. He has called us that we pray and trust him. He has all power and authority. He's our strong power. He's our mighty fortress. He is the captain of hosts. He has many weapons greater than anything of the devil or people of this world. He has legions and legions of angels. God said, I would never leave you, forsake you. I'll protect you. I'll watch over you. I'll provide for you. Where has that gone? Why are not people trusting Jesus instead of going to men? Lord have mercy. They don't have your best interest out for you. Either they want to use you. They want to fleece you. They want to steal from you. They want to hurt you, make you sick, or kill you to get more money. Because the love, the, the worst evil is the love of money. We've got it going on. It's worshiping it. In Jesus' day, it was called mammon. And there was a demigod that was like that. Worshiping of things and money and wealth and power. And, oh, we've got to have success. Oh, we've got to stay up with everything. All that should be going by the wayside. Because Jesus said, what does it, what do you gain? If you lose your eternal life, your soul, and gain the whole world that's temporary, that's deception. That's deceit. And the Lord doesn't want you to do that because he told us, believe in me, trust in me, follow me. Amen. Well, anyway, and, of course, the things in Israel are still firing up and everything's happening there. It's everywhere. I couldn't, even, I couldn't tell you in half of all the stuff that's going on. Amen. Amen, sis. You're putting up the scripture. Praise God. Yes. Uh, James 4.10. Humble yourself with the attitude of repentance and significance in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. He will lift you up, and he will give you purpose. It's understanding your place. It's understanding where we're at for such a time as this. We are to be humble servants like our Savior was. We are to walk this life like our Savior did. Look to Jesus as the perfect way and example. And the Lord help us as we go. Because can't do it ourselves. We just make a big mess. You've got to cry out to Jesus, Lord, help me. And he'll clean up the mess even and make it better. And you'll know and learn from it too. Yes. For this reason, Philippians 2.9, for this reason, because he obeyed and completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him a name above every name, 
so that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in submission. Who is that, brothers and sisters? Have we already done that? This is something the Lord showed me. Haven't we already done that? Yes, we have. This is for the one that didn't, that didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't submit to him. They're going to. They're going to. Every knee who are in heaven or on the earth or under there. And I would think that's talking about like the second heaven, like the second heaven of the uh, demonic realm uh, on earth and under the earth. Yeah, yeah. That, that covers the ones who rejected Christ. And see, you don't see anything about it uh, saying that, you know, they call him Lord. There's nothing about being Savior for them. God of mercy. So praise God. Everything going on is pointing that Jesus is coming. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And, and, and most of all the movies now, they're all pointing to some kind of world criminal, a world person. We just want watch the new Indiana Jones movie, and he's talking, he's dealing with the Russians, I mean, the Germans and the Nazis rising up again. And that's one guy who's trying to rise up with the new special thing. I'm not going to give the movie away. But it's probably, I guess it's probably the last Indiana Jones. They're getting pretty old. You know, Her, uh, Her, I mean, uh, yeah, Harrison, is it Harrison Ford? Yeah. Not Harrison Ford. Oh, who is he? Yeah, it's Harrison Ford. Yeah, Harrison Ford, and uh, that um, uh, he's in, he's in his 80s, 81 years old. Amazing, isn't it? Well, anyway, glory to God. We can come together here and worship and praise the Lord, and we're praying for Brother Andrew and Sis Connie uh, that they would show up. We pray that God makes a way for them. But we are here together, me uh, and Sis Jeanette and uh, and Sis Nicole and anybody by Skype or Facebook or phone, we say praise God and welcome to the Lord's hour. All right, well, let's go to the Lord in prayer and get started tonight. Father, thank you and praise you tonight. We thank you for the truth of your word and understand the days we live that we are to be humble. We are to be different than how the world acts, wanting their way or do it selfishly or whatever, Lord. I pray we humble ourselves and we would follow examples of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We're thankful, Lord, that we can't do this in ourselves. We would just get angry. We would get prideful, want to shout or hit someone. But, Lord, in you we can. And it's by the Holy Spirit we're able. As you walk this earth, Lord Jesus, and we can do the same because the same spirit that lives in us, I mean, it lives in you, I mean, it was in you, excuse me, and raised you from the dead is the same spirit that lives in us. Hallelujah, Lord. Let your character nature uh, come forth. Let the light of God, the life of God, come forth through your servants, through your children. We pray now we humble ourselves, Lord, as we need to hear this message about being humble and what it means to us as believers and change life for such a time as this. Father, we thank you for this night. I thank you for everybody here. I pray you bless them. I pray, Lord, that you would watch over and protect them. And we plead the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus above all names. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, we tell the enemy to go. In Jesus' name, you have no place here. This is a place to worship and honor the Lord. And the Lord will be lifted up. We pray, Lord, you watch over the computers and the, tech, uh, the, the uh, uh, connections and everything, Father, for this message to go forth. We thank you for this night. And most of all, Lord, we thank you for your love, mercy, and grace, because your love conquers all. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, glory to God. And there's this, another scripture that God told her to share. Mark 8, 35 through 37. There's that 37. Hallelujah. Whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. Yep, that's it. Oh, there's this Tony. Praise God. But whoever loses his life in this world for my sake and the gospels will save it. Hallelujah. From the consequences of sin and separation from God, ma'am. I love how the Amplified puts it. Praise God. It tells you the truth. What saved means. Saved means consequences of sin and separation from God. Hallelujah. That's what it means. That's what it is. It's the definition of what it means. Uh, for my sake, gospel will save it. Save your life from that. Praise God. Shalom, says Connie. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Praise God. But what does it benefit a man to gain the whole world with all its pleasures and forfeit his soul? Not very good when you know the whole truth. But what will a man give in exchange for his soul and eternal life and God's kingdom? Nothing he can give except to be humble and receive Christ. That's the biggest thing. I would guess to give his will, to give his choice, his decision toward Christ. Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Amen. Amen, sis. That's very true. That's happening. It's going to happen. Praise God. Still on there, Brother Andrew. Praise God. Bless you, brother. Thank you. Praise God that you're here, too. We're getting ready to get started, and we're going to praise the Lord and going to remind people who our God is. And how powerful and wonderful he is. Men think they're so powerful, huh? Eh, no, they're not. Did you ever, I heard the brother David Reagan, he's been around a long time, uh, a, a lamb and lion ministry, very about prophetic things and the rapture, but other things. And he said, when you feel down or you feel like the world, you know, overcome, I mean, you're, you're getting down and see the things that are happening in the world, go to Psalm 2. Psalm 2 and read it. That God is sitting in the heavens, and he sees these ideas and, and the schemes and everything of man, and he laughs. He laughs at their plans. He laughs at their silliness, their silly ways, and being deceived and misled, and that he had so much better for them. So you go there, and you read that scripture, and it will give you confidence that God is in control. Hallelujah. So, we'll start with that, and we're going to be in uh, Ephesians, Ephesians, a uh, couple of, two or three scriptures out of Ephesians, I think uh, 1, 2, and uh, uh, 5, I do believe. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1, 19 says, Ephesians chapter 1, 19 says, and so that you begin to know what the immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing greatness, spiritual power Hallelujah. It's in us who believe, and you believe that. That's who is in you. The surpassing greatness of this active spiritual power in us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength. Who? God. We can't do it. We need him. Ephesians 2, verse 4. But God, there's that love, but God being so very rich in mercy 
because of his great and wonderful love with which he loved us. Or he loved us, but he loves us still, too. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then the last one, hallelujah. Ephesians 5.32. The mystery of two becoming one is great. But I'm speaking with reference to the relationship of Christ and the church. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord Almighty, brothers and sisters. Understand that great is the Lord Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Worship and honor him. For he is worthy. He has proven himself over and over again. What great love he has in power. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Lord reigns. He is the God. The Lord God reigns. Amen. The Lord reigns. He is mighty God. The Lord God reigns. Hallelujah. Glory. Great is the Lord Almighty. He is the Lord. He is God indeed. Great is the Lord Almighty. He is God supreme. Great is the Lord Almighty. Lord, He is God indeed. Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise his name. Worship him. The Lord reigns. He is mighty God. The Lord God reigns. Know that. The Lord reigns, is mighty God, the Lord God reigns. When the children of Israel came to the brink, he led them through, letting Pharaoh sing. Then the children were dancing as the Pharaoh sang down, lifting up. A mighty, joyful sound. Great is the Lord Almighty. He is Lord, He is God indeed. Great is the Lord Almighty. He is God the free. Great is the Lord Almighty. He is Lord, He is God indeed. Great is the Lord. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord. Amen. Oh, yeah. Keep going. The Lord. Amen. The Lord reigns. 
Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your peace, your joy, renewing and strength. Let us hear you, Lord. Let us hear the Holy Spirit. He leads and guides us tonight. Oh, hallelujah to your name. Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God, brothers and sisters. Woo! The presence of the Lord is mighty. Glory to God. All right, we're going to let uh, Sister Jeanette continue this worship and praise. We have some, like I said, some important things to pray about tonight, and that's for sure, battle warfare. And we've been hearing today from our brothers and sisters, and if you all have any prayer requests too, everybody's going through it. The Lord has shown himself strong. The key to it, you've got to know it. You've got to know him. You've got to know him personally and who he is and how he loves us. He watches over us. Very important. Hallelujah. Amen, sis. Amen. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Almighty. Yes. Name above all. Glory to the God. The name is above all names. Amen. Every name shall bow in heaven and on, and on earth and under the earth. Yes. And every time confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God That's the right. Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And we'll be watching when it's happening. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. All right, sis, praise God. Let you continue this worship and praise. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, brother. Hey, Amen. We will enter his gate with thanksgiving. Oh, man, we will enter his gate. That's a good start. Amen, sis. Praise God. All right.
There's nothing worth more that ever comes close. Nothing can compare. You are living home. It's your
Like I said, if you feel down, like you think the world is getting out of control, read Song 2. Song 2 puts it in perspective. God laughs at their plans of evil. He really does. All right, well, but bless you, sister. We will get back with you to uh, sing that uh, beautiful song in Jesus' name, God of Possible. Yes, he is. Amen. He's the God of Possible that, that is impossible for man. Praise God. Thank God for that. All right. Thank Amen. you again, sister. Praise okay, God. brother. And See you in we'll the last. Uh, All right. Bless you. Thank you. Again. Okay. Bless you too, brother. Amen. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Amen. We'll let you get into the chat room and get started. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We're going to let Sister Jeanette get back in here. Hallelujah. Have y'all, uh, let me ask the chat room, have y'all been going through trials? Or have you been had uh, spiritual attacks? We've had many here in our uh, in our town, in our church, of spiritual attacks of anything from sickness to problems to uh, uh, division or irritation or um, arguing and fussing and things like that of this heaviness coming on people. We, we've been we've been we've been battling we've been battling it, it has come because the, uh, when you're doing something good for God he, he don't he 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 uh, tries to come in and cause uh, trouble or you know things happening and uh, and I know you know it's part of what God allows so he he that we can know how powerful he is and it's just in that place I think when a lot of these things happen the Lord is trying our faith that we believe in him, that we would be like the people he met on the roads, in the byways, in towns, but crying out, Jesus, son of David, heal me. Jesus, I need your help. Jesus, deliver me from the enemy. Jesus, I pray that you would heal my back. Jesus, I pray you would raise my daughter that is dying. Jesus, just give the word and my servant will be healed. You see, they were going to Jesus. How about the woman with the issue of blood? Humbly crawling on her hands and knees to get to Jesus and just to touch the garment, his garments of, that she had that kind of faith. She'd been drained by the world, been drained by man, doctors. And then she goes to Jesus, and he heals her and makes her new. Because that's who he is. That's the kind of life and character and nature he has. Why do we always wait till later? Now's the time to call upon Jesus. You know, if you don't know anything else, at least you would know his name and call upon him. And whatever has happened in your life, you believe who he is and what he's able to do. Hallelujah. Now, tonight we'll be talking about the kind of attitude and character you are to have when you come to Jesus. You don't come in arrogance. You come humbly. You come in respect, in honor of the Lord. You're not going to receive anything. It'll be like heaven is a bronze 
I mean, the, the, the sky is bronze because God moves on people who have faith and believe that they know who he is and what he's able to do, what he's done, doing, and going to do. That's the key. So the message tonight is live changed lives. Be humble like Jesus Christ. There's the big difference. Everything about this word is pride, arrogance, and eyes right in the middle of pride. It's being like the devil. It really is. Mm, amen. You still pray? Uh, still have the print in your in your wrist and fingers, sis? Okay, we'll pray. We'll pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord. Father, I pray you would touch your wrists and fingers now in your presence of this anointing, Lord, that you would heal your daughter. Lord, as the anointing of the Holy Spirit brings healing and uh, restoration and renewing, and Lord, you would strengthen her wrists and fingers and take this pain away. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord. We depend upon you, Lord Jesus. We can't do this. We pray that you intervene, Lord. Show your mercy and love toward your daughter, Connie, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, sis, uh, that that song, Spirit, Lead Me. I'm tired of of feelings. (laughs) To be tired of feelings of, of our soul and this flesh and live by the Spirit. That's, that's what we have to do in learning and growing. That's what Lord Jesus would do. He wouldn't depend on feelings very, very much. There's a few times he, he got upset. There's a few times he dealt with the flesh, but he overcame every time. Well, anyway, let's get to the message. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shalom, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Grace, mercy, and love from our Heavenly Father, our Savior, and Lord Jesus, and the ever-present Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, I have learned long time ago, whatever the Holy Spirit is teaching you from the Word of God, you will go through tests. Tests are coming. Life tests. After you study and apply this Word to your daily life, be ready. Tests are coming. Just like in our school years, when the teacher taught a lesson or subject, tests would follow, right? Yes, they did. If you were prepared for for these tests, no problem, pass with flying colors. But if not, ready, but if you're not ready and prepared, you would, we would fail or do bad on them. Sometimes, we would have to do them again after we truly prepared. So it is with our life in relationship with God. When the Holy Spirit teaches us something, tests will come. Tough tests will come. He knows us well. He wants the old stuff out of our hearts and minds and lives. Amen? The test will expose what truly is in our life. The test will keep coming until we... Let go of this stuff from keeping us from moving on. Let go and let God. The times and seasons we are living now 
These tests are coming quickly, and we need to let go of these things we think we need. But by God's word, we don't. Amen? Any crutches of the flesh, any vain philosophy of men, any religious act and work, any pride of self-righteousness, any pride of life, and any lust of life, we do not need any of these things. We need to humble ourselves and know we only need Christ in us to be humble. Amen? We have to know who we are in Christ. So many believers need to know this. Amen? Galatians 2, verse 20. This is who we really are in Christ. This is what the Holy Spirit revealed to Paul, to the Galatians, but he's revealing to us to know our place. I have been crucified with Christ. That is, in him I have shared his crucifixion. Well, there's some pain and suffering in that. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. It is no longer I who live, the old self, the old way of life, but Christ lives in me. New life. The life I now live in the body, I live by what? Faith. What is faith? I love how the Amplified puts it. By adhering to, relying on, and completely trusting in the Son of God. Amen. Who lived, I mean, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For as I know, crucifixion does get the job done for death. We are dead to our old selves. We are raised up in the resurrection Savior and Lord Jesus. Amen. Being humble in Christ has a lot to do with that. Amen. Let's look. 2 Corinthians 5. 17 through 19, by the word of God, know who you are in Christ to be able to be humble like our Savior was. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature. He is a new creature, reborn, renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, new things have come, because spiritual awakening brings a new life. What life? God's life. God's nature. God's character. God's power. But all these things are from God. Thank God. I don't see anybody's name there. You see your name, my name there. You see any man's name? You see the Pope's name there? No. All things are from God, who reconciled us to himself. Thank you, Father. Through Christ. How? Through Christ. Nobody else. Made us acceptable to him. You know you're accepted by God. And gave us a ministry of reconciliation. That's what God wants in our relationship, family, marriages so that by our example, we might bring others to him. By our example of living the life that Christ wants us to be. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. 
not counting people's sins. Seems like so much of the self-righteous fools do. Always counting sins. Hmm. People sins against them. Counseling them. They're gone. They're under the blood. They're washed away. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation that is restoration to favor with God. Oh, you want that. You want that. You don't want the curse of sin in your life. One place Jesus called called that uh, being separated from God in your sin is like a dark cloud hanging on you all the time. Mm, That's in John 3, toward the end of John 3. So how much so how much God truly loves us, all of his created children, that he wants to forgive us of our sins, counseling them all together, remember them no more. Amen. I have to share what the Lord Jesus showed me as I listened to Casting Crown's wonderful song called East and West. The question is asked, how far is East from the West? Because even in God's word, it speaks of this truth. Let's look before we move on. Psalm 103, 10 through 13, hear the mighty word of God. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, as we deserve. Thank God he hasn't. Nor rewarded as with punishment according to our wickedness. Thank God for that. For as the heavens are high above the earth, and so great is his loving kindness toward those who what? Fear and worship him with all filled respect and deep reverence. Humble yourself before the mighty Lord God. As far as the east is from the west, oh, glory to God. You know, the east and west never meet. So has he removed our transgressions from us. Thank you, Jesus. Amazing. Just as the Father loves his children. So the Lord loves those who fear and worship him with all its field respect and deepest reverence. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit. We are so grateful for this kind of love and mercy toward us, toward, excuse me, toward each of us who were lost, wicked sinners, and you still gave us grace. As we were sinners, sinners, you, Lord, Jesus died and rose again for us. In your name, we pray, amen. Getting back to this, as far as the east is from the west, the song gives the answer. Do you know how it is? As far as one hand of God and Savior Jesus Christ to the other, as he was on that cross, how far is the east from the west? One hand of God to the other, Jesus Christ on the cross. Even nailed to it for us submitting and being humble before the Father, his Father, and ours to bring salvation and eternal life to each of us who will believe and trust him. 
That's the major key. Amen? Oh, the other thing, as I was doing this message, this, uh, this message today, the day, as it, I mean, the day of as it was at the song, this truth is in. Amen. That is our great God in his ways. And times are perfect in our life. Amen. Your part is recognized personally that you are a sinner and lost and need a Savior. His son, Jesus, to forgive you and save you. This is repentance. Turning from your old sinful way of thinking and the void you have without Jesus is total darkness turning to God, turning to your God, creator and Savior. Be filled with his life in marvelous light. Amen? So now let's look what humble means. And what does God's word say about it to us for such a time we are truly living now? Amen? The definition of humble. Not proud or arrogant, modest, we are to be like this, not prideful in ourselves or this world, but humble, meek, and modest like Christ. Amen? You see, it is all about a changed life, a changed heart, and a changed attitude. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise his name. Learning another word, learning another word and truth goes with this. To submit. When you see the definition, you will know what I'm speaking about. Definition of submit. To give over and yield to the power and authority of another. This is what happens in our lives. That we know we do not have the answers in ourselves for salvation and eternal life. We need our God and Savior to provide this for us. So we come humbly before him and ask him to save us, deliver us, and heal us. Then we need him to truly provide for us and protect us. Amen. The key is how you come to him. Humble yourself and submit. This is how God the Father has told you told you how how you have to come. This is how the Father has told us how to come, how to come. Amen? Now by God's mighty word of life and truth. Amen? There should be a change in your life. There should be a new lifestyle or direction in your life. That it is not all about us, but it's about him, Jesus Christ. To live or to die for him, to live by him by being humble and obedient in a daily walk of life and to die to our old ways of sinful life by being humble servants like Christ was. Amen. Let's look. All right. Luke 9, 18 through 22. Praise the name of the Lord. Now it happened that as Jesus was praying privately, the disciples were with him. He asked them, who do the crowd say that I am? They answered, 
John the Baptist. And some say Elijah, but others, that one of the ancient prophets has come back to life. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter replied, praise the name of Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed of God. But he strictly warned and admonished them not to tell uh, not to tell this to anyone, saying, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected as the Messiah by the elders and chief priests and scribes, St. Hadrian, Jewish high court, and be put to death, and on the third day be raised up from death to life. So here, in this sequence of events, have you... Uh, have you, my disciples, learned anything? With you knowing who I, tru- who I truly I am, who I truly I am, what the Father has revealed to you by the Holy Spirit in your heart, then you allow, then you are to follow me and live like I am as a humble servant for God. Amen? Then in the sequence of growing and learning, as the believers in Jesus, he tells them this, and all of us too. Amen? Let's look. Luke 9, 23 through 26. And he was saying to them all, if any wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside selfish interests, and take up his cross daily, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow me, believing in me, conforming to my example, and living, and being, and if need be, suffering, or perhaps dying because of faith in me. That's all possible in our life. But whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. Oh, yeah, you're not going to have it forever. Not this life. (laughs) Not in this world without Jesus. But whoever loses his life in this world, crucified with Christ at the cross, right? Identify with him. For my sake, he is one who will save it from the consequences of sin and separation from God. Oh, hallelujah. For what does it profit a man if he gains a whole stinking world? Might as well say that. Wealth, fame, and success. Oh, whoopee do. And loses and forfeits himself. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth all the Super Bowl trophies or all the Grammys or all the Oscars in the world. All they are is a hunk of milk that man has put a price, a crazy price on. It shines. But one day it will melt. And everything else, houses, cars, they'll all be destroyed. Like the word of God says, by fire. For whoever is ashamed here and now of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Heavenly Father and of all the holy angels. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do that? You don't want to be ashamed of Christ? Mm-mm. No, you want to lift his name on high. He was saying to them all, if anyone wishes or needs to, wishes or needs to follow me, I'd say anyone wishes, I'd say needs to follow me. Number one, he or she must deny yourself. Set aside selfish interests 
Anything that gets in the way of you and God or you way too much time in it. Take up his or her cross daily. We do in Christ as born-again believers. Amen? Number three, follow me. Look to my way and my example for you to live. Change lives. Amen? Believing in me, conforming to my example in living. Amen. Number five, if need be suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. Amen. Again, five things that point to God, amazing grace, our changed life, being humble like Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. Thank you, Jesus. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you shall remember always all the ways which the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness. Now, why was it 40 years? Well, the Lord says right here, so that he might humble you and test you. It took 40 years for them to get a hold of that, to be humble. This old flesh is, is, it, 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 it is prideful. It, it, is, uh, it is arrogant. It's prideful. They had to be in the wilderness 40 years. To test you, we know the outcome of only the ones under 20 and Caleb and Joshua only made it. To know what is in your heart, mind, whether you uh, would keep his commandments or not. Us too, brothers and sisters, humbled and tested the children of Israel, how much more will he test us, his spiritual children in Christ? Amen. Isaiah 8, verse 31, uh, 21, protection of God in both. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Eva, so that we might humble ourselves before our God and seek him for say, a safe journey for us, our children, and all our possessions. Smart move, the prophet Ezra, I mean Ezra. Fasting is part of being humble, that we fast from food or drink, that we fast from things that keep us from having time for God or hearing him. We need to empty ourselves from these these of the flesh and world and focus on Jesus. Amen. Change lives, brothers and sisters, we are to have. We should be changed one way or another as true born-again believers. Amen? Philippians 3, 8 through 9. Praise the name of the Lord. Let me get a drink. But more than that, I count everything as lost compared to the price of privilege, the supreme advantage of knowing Christ, Jesus my Lord, and of growing more deeply and thoroughly acquainted with him, a joy unequaled. For his sake, I have lost everything, and I consider it all garbage. (laughs) Put it on the curb. 
burn it, so that I may gain Christ. That's what you need to do for sure. And may he and may be found in him, believing and relying on him, not having any righteousness of my own derived from my obedience to the law and its rituals, but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ. The righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. Hallelujah. We live by faith and not law. Amen. Jesus fulfilled the law. It's time to move on. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will he will beautify the humble with salvation. Psalm 149.4. But by humility and fear of the Lord are riches and honor life. Proverbs 22.4. Whoever exalts himself will be humble. And he who humbles himself will what? be exalted. Yeah, look at the example of Christ. Follow his. Not man. Job 22, verse 29. When you are cast down and humbled, you will speak with confidence. And the humble person will lift up, and the humble person, he will lift up and say, amen, very important. You see how truly important this is? He will lift up and say the humble in heart, not prideful, self-righteous fool. Amen? It is not about, it is not about this world. I mean, it's not about us. This world will tell you it is about you, what you accomplish, what you have, what you do for yourself. All about you and I, not this. No, this is a lie that will lead you to death and hell. It's about casting your old self and ways down and be humble. Telling the Lord, I can't do this without you, Lord. I have tried and failed over and over again. I can't make it without you. I am not capable to live this out you in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 10, verse 17. O Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble and oppressed. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ears to hear. The Lord will strengthen your heart and all who are humble and oppressed. Amen. He will incline his ear to hear your cries and prayers. Amen. Psalm 18, verse 27. For you save, for you save an afflicted and humble people. For you save a an afflicted and humble people. But bring down those arrogant fools with haughty eyes. Mm-mm. Not a good place to have pride in self or this world, that's for sure. A clear conscious, I mean, excuse me, a clear contrast of humble and those arrogant fools, which one do you want to be? He saves the afflicted and humble and brings down the prideful fools. Amen. Can you know and see what leads to change life? Leads to change life in Christ? Can you know and see our life being changed each and every day? 
as we grow and mature in Christ as born-again believers daily. Amen? Psalm 25, verse 9. He leads the humble in justice. And he teaches the humble his way. Then he made it more clear in John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one at all comes to the Father but through me. That makes it very clear. A very narrow path. Let people call you narrow-minded and praise the Lord for it. Because that means you're on the path of life. Hallelujah. Psalm 69, verse 32. The humble have seen it in our glass. You who seek God, requiring as your greatest need, your greatest need, more than anything else in our life, let your heart revive and live. A very good picture and truth of changed lives in Christ. Amen. Requiring him as your greatest need, oh, yes, for salvation and life, life eternal through him, Jesus Christ. Amen. Psalm 149, verse 4. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Oh. So which way do you come to God to be beautified with his salvation? Oh, you come to end yourself. So, oh, Lord, I have no other way but you. Oh, Lord, help me. I'm lost. I'm in darkness. I feel like I'm in chains. Save me, Jesus. Free me, I pray. I pray you heal me of all my afflictions. Deliver me from darkness and the evil one, Lord. Let me come to your light and kingdom. I believe in you, that you are the Savior, and you died for all our sins. You died for all of mine. Pouring out your life and blood so that I could live. But you rose again the third day victorious over all the consequences of this terrible life of sin in this world. And that you have made a way that I can rise and be resurrected and glorified and fly away with you on the day of redemption. The final consequences of the stinking flesh and nature of sin. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Psalm 3, verse 34. Though he scoffs at the scoffers and scorns the scorners, yet he gives grace, unmerited, undeserved favor to the humble, those who give up self-importance. Boys, do we need some leaders to understand that? Do we need some people, even in the church, to understand that? Humble yourself. It is not about you and your so-called ministry. You're to be a humble servant. It is God's church. It is God's ministry. He uses us. We're the vessels, and he moves through us. Oh, that just keeps getting better and better. What else does he give the humble? Those who give up self-importance? Oh, hallelujah, his grace. And what is that? Undeserved favor and blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Who wants that instead of the curse? I do. Praise God. And we have it. Oh, praise God again. Proverbs 11, verse 2. When pride comes, listen to this, what what pride can do. 
when pride come, when pride come, bowling up with an arrogant attitude of self-importance, look at me, what I've done and who I am. Then come dishonor. Mm, just like Sis put up earlier, pride goes before a fall. And comes dishonor and shame. But with the humble, there's that word, but I told you when you see it, God's love. But with the humble, who are the humble? The teachable, who have been chiseled by trial. Now you know why you go through trials and tests. God is making you into the beautiful creation he wants. You are his masterwork. Can you ever think and believe that? I pray you do. Chiseled by trial. And who have learned to walk humbly with God. There is wisdom in the soundness of mind when you do that. Another powerful contrast in lifestyle. The humble and the arrogant. With the attitude of self-importance, it is all about me and not God. Or change life in Christ, and it is all about him. The life and purpose the Father has for us. For such a time as we live, amen? 7, verse 21. A lot of sevens there. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold to separate the impurities of the metal. And each is tested by the praise given to him. And his response to it, whether humble or proud, humble or proud, We are all in God's refining pot, going through the refining fire to test and see whether you are humble or proud. Amen. Proverbs 29, verse 23. Glory to God. 29 through 23. I mean, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23. Let me get that right. A man's pride and the sense of self-importance. Do you see Man's pride and self-importance goes hand in hand. Will bring him what? Down. You're going down. Down, 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 down. (laughs) But he who has a humble spirit will obtain honor. Remember, it says if you're humble in this life, you will be raised up in the life to come. But if you are prideful, and arrogant in this life, you will be brought down in the life to come. Yes, this proverb is not only pointing to this life, but eternal life. The pride of man will bring him down to hell and torment, unless he repents and becomes humble before the Lord. Amen? God will give honor to the humble and will judge the prideful. God have mercy. Isaiah 57, verse 15, glory to the Lord. For the high and exalted one, he who inhabits eternity, wow, he's everywhere, whose name is holy, his name is holy, says this, we better listen. I dwell on high and holy in a holy place, but also with contrite and humble in spirit, in order to revive the spirit of the humble and revive the heart of the contrite. Overcome with sorrow for sin. Isn't that awesome? But also with the, the, uh, the, the uh, 
uh, but also with a contrite and humble in spirit in order to what? Revive the spirit of the humble. Your spirit is being revived as you are humble. And to revive the heart of the contrite, overcome with sorrow and sin. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We come humbly before you. And we thank you for doing this in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Seen verse 11. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is about the mighty Holy Spirit coming. But I tell you the truth. It is not to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, and strengthener, and standby will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him. Oh, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit to you to be in close fellowship with you. Hallelujah. He lives in us. Oh, glory to God. (laughs) Glory to God. And he, when he comes, he'll do some things. He will convict the world about the guilt of sin. Who? The Holy Spirit. And the need for a Savior. He will. And about righteousness. This is for us. And about judgment. That's about the devil. About sin and the true nature of it. Because they do not believe in me and my message. Oh, Lord, you don't want to be there. And about righteousness, personal integrity, and godly character, because I'm going to my Father, and you will no longer see me. Talking about walking in faith. And then, praise God, verse 11. And about judgment, the certainty of it, because the ruler of this world, Satan, has been judged and condemned. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord, victorious over everything that is evil and wicked. And the evil one. He will he will abide on high in a holy place, but he will also dwell with us, his sons and daughters, by his Holy Spirit, to dwell with those who have true changed life by being humble like Christ. Amen. As we have salvation in life as a humble, born again believer in Jesus, what else does his word say? And promise, let's look. Oh, hallelujah. Now get excited about this. Understand and be encouraged tonight. And anything you see going on in the world, going in, you know, in this in, in this world and place in your life, hear the word of the Lord. Romans 5, verse 5. Such hope. Oh, what kind of hope? In God's promises. And what about it? Never disappoints us. Because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Oh, hallelujah. Rejoice, brothers and sisters. God's everlasting, unconditional love has been poured out in us abundantly and continued to do so. Amen. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. Let your character, your moral essence, your inner nature, be free from the love of money, shun greed, Be financially ethical. Being content with what you have, for he has said, I will never, under any circumstances, desert you. He's not going to leave you. Nor give you up. No, he won't. You've been bought with a price, the price of his blood. 
nor leave you without support. God supplies all our needs for the glorious truth of Christ Jesus, Philippians 4.19. Nor will I in any degree leave you helpless. No. No, he will not. Nor will I forsake or let you down or relax my hold on you. Oh, praise God. What a wonderful God we have, loving God we have. So concerned, and he knows about our life. Assuredly not, he says at the end of that. So we take comfort and are encouraged and confidently say, oh, hallelujah, we say this. This is truth that we share. The Lord is my helper in time of need. I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? Nothing greater than God. And our life is in his hand at the far most, I guess, that can kill your body. But that's as far as they can go. Because Jesus is the resurrection and life. And to, die, to live as Christ and die as gain. Hallelujah. Change life in Christ. Let your character and your moral essence of your inner nature be free from all forms of greed, lust, and pride. Because the one who is in you now is greater than the one in the world. Amen? So three things about a changed life to be humble like Jesus Christ. Number one, the Holy Spirit, the very presence of God in your life and heart. Amen? God's love poured out by the same spirit amen and god's word and promises that he is with us i mean with you excuse me he is with you always amen isaiah 61 verse 1 the spirit of the lord god is upon me because the lord has anointed and commissioned me to bring good news to the humble and afflicted, the people who know their place. He has sent me to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted, to reclaim relief from confinement and condemnation to the physical and spiritual captives and freedom to prison. Praise God. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. He's opening prison doors and breaking chains and setting people free from the stuff of the enemy. Yeshua Jesus, the anointed one of God, the Messiah, the Savior, has brought this good news to us who have humbled ourselves before him. Amen? Praise God. Who the Son, the Son, Jesus Christ, set free is free indeed. Amen? Hallelujah. All this through the love, mercy, and grace toward us as created children. All of this available to whosoever, whosoever, you whosoever, believes in him and humbles yourself before him and know he is way, I mean, he, he is the way, truth, and life. He can, uh, he can only give you and he gives all this here because of you. I mean, because uh, you do. He gives all this here because you do believe and trust him and you're humble. His favor and blessing, which is his grace. Amen. Now back to God's word to see what else about being humble and effects and effects and outcome of it in our lives. Amen. Isaiah 62, 
I mean, 66, verse 2. For all these things my hands have made. Wow. So all these things came into being by me and for me, declares the Lord. But to this one I will look graciously. To him who is humble and contrite in spirit and who reverently trembles at my word and humble, I mean, and honors my command. You see how important it is to be humble before the Lord, to tremble at his word and honor his command? Praise his name. Lord mercy. Get a drink here. What else about this scripture we all need to know? How does the Lord Jesus look at you now? But this one I will look graciously to him or her or here or who, I mean, here who is humble. Amen. Being humble before the Lord. What does that look like as Savior and King speaks here? One thing for sure, you have to be real with God. He knows who is real and who is fake or just playing foolish games in their life. Listen to who is humble and real for such a time as this. To him and her who is humble with contrite in spirit, and who reverently trembles at my word and honor his commands. Amen, hallelujah. Amen, humbly before the Lord God. Zephaniah 2, verse 3. Seek the Lord, seek diligent for him, and regard him as the foremost necessity of your life, the most important thing in your life, the most valuable thing in your life, and now the most necessity of your life. All you humble of the land who have practiced his ordinances and have kept his commandments, seek righteousness. Seek humility. Regard them as vital. You will be hidden from hidden, pardoned, rescued in the day of the Lord's anger. Hallelujah. You want that? Now, by this word from the prophet Zephaniah, how important it is to be humble. Amen. Zephaniah 9.9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king, messianic king, is coming to you. He is righteous and endowed with salvation, humble and unassuming in submission to the will of the Father and riding on a donkey, upon a colt, the foal of a donkey. Do you see what humble means? Not riding on a white stallion or horse, but he's he's riding on a donkey, showing that we are to be humble. Humble before the Lord. Hear, O Israel, from your great prophet Zechariah, all listening who are Jews, and in Israel this word was fulfilled through Yeshua, Jesus, the Son of the living God, when he lived on this world, when he came to Jerusalem to fulfill this prophecy, to prove who he truly was. Now, you have heard the prophecy. Now, hear. Hear the fulfillment and believe in your true Messiah. Oh, glory to his name. John 12, verses 12 through 16, 
the triumphal entry of what the prophet, the prophet Zechariah was speaking about. Here he comes the next day when the large crowd who had come to the Passover feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. They took branches of palm trees in homage to him as king and went out to meet him. And they began shouting and kept shouting, Hosanna, bless it, celebrate it, praise, is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. And Jesus, finding a young donkey, said on it, just as it's written in the scripture, do not fear, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand the meaning of these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified and exalted, they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. Now you can know the truth. Your Messiah has come. Repent, turn to him, ask forgiveness of your sins and trust him and believe in him and all those words be filled with the Roha Kadesh in your life now and truly be free and know your Messiah is alive and well, sitting at the right hand of God now. Amen. Praise God. What a powerful truth the Holy Spirit wants us all to know and prove who Jesus truly is. Messiah for the Jews and Savior, and Lord for us. Amen. Psalm 34, verse 17, 18. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord heals. And the, I mean, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all the distresses and troubles. The Lord is close to those who are a broken heart and saves such as are crushed with sorrow for, for sins and are humble. And thoroughly repented. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sis. That's what God wants. Know your place. Know your place. And it's the best place you can be. Matthew 10, verse 42. And whoever gives to the little ones, these who are humble in rank or influence, even a cup of water to drink because he is my disciple, truly I say to you, he will not lose his reward. He's talking about people that are humble servants believing in Jesus. Yes, let us love another, one another, pray for one another, and help one another. Amen. Matthew 11, verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Follow me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls, be humble in Christ, amen. Where do you find this? Only in Christ. Matthew 18, verse 3. And he said, and he said, I assure you most solemnly say to you, unless you repent, that is, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, live changed life, and become like children, trusting, humble, and forgiving, you will never if you don't do it, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Only way that happens is believe in Jesus and born again by the Spirit, I can tell you. So let me ask you a question. Do you want to go to heaven? Do you want to have peace? I mean, hope, peace, and love. 
Do you want to rest for your do you want rest for your weary soul? Well, actually three questions. You have to become like children, trusting, humble, and forgiving. Amen. Matthew eighteen, verse four. Glory to God. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Mm. That's a humbling statement, isn't it? What a wonderful, what a, wow, what a powerful word from the Lord. Amen? Matthew 23, verse 12. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled. That's like being exalted in this world. And whoever humbles himself shall be raised to honor. Amen. Oh, yes, this is coming. Oh, praise God. Of God's created children, all listen tonight and in the archives, if God permits the time, you will be humbled one way or another. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, or those who reject Jesus as Savior and Lord because of their sin of pride will be humbled by Jesus Christ as judge and king. Amen. Oh yes, this is the coming by this is coming by the word of God. Listen, let's look. Philippians two, verses one through five. Be like Christ. Be like Christ. Be like Christ. Hallelujah. Get a drink. Oh thank you, Lord. Therefore, if there's any encouragement and comfort in Christ, there's any in Christ again, as there certainly is in abundance, if there's any, if there is any consolation of love, if there's any fellowship that we share in the spirit, if there is any great depth of affection and compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love toward one another. Knit together in spirit, intent on one purpose, and living a life that reflects your faith and spreads the gospel. The good news regarding salvation through faith in Christ. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit through factional or strife. But with the attitude of humility, being neither arrogant nor self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have the same attitude in your life, excuse me, have the same attitude in yourself, which was in Christ Jesus. Look to him as your example in selfish humility. Earlier, I think so, sis, but I'll look again. You are to be like Christ, following his way and example to live changed life, living a life that reflects our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, sis, I have it here. Philippians 2, 9 through 10. For this reason, and also because he obeyed and completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, Every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven, on the earth, or under the earth, and that every tongue, page here, yes, 
every tongue will confess and openly acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, sovereign God to the glory of God the Father. Every one of his created children will do this. That day is fast approaching. I would urge you by the grace and mercy of God, repent now. Turn to him as Savior and Lord for your for you for you personally. You do not want to have to be with this group of self-righteous, arrogant fools, bowing, humbled in judgment for rejecting him. God have mercy. All we confess him, Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. We all, all we, I don't know what I'm saying. We all will confess him. We all will confess him. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Luke 1, verse 48. For he has looked with loving care on the humble state of his maidservant. For behold, that from now on, all generations will count me blessed and happy and favored by God. Listen, all you who think that they are to lift up Mary to worship her, even to pray to her. No. She wants to be known as a humble maidservant to the glory of God and his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Be warned. The Lord said, let no man deceive you, even if he is a pope. Know the truth of God's word. We are to preach Jesus crucified. What? For all men. This, that he is Lord and risen Christ to the glory of the Father. God has spoken through him in these last days. Not men, not religion, not angel of light, but him, the son of the living God. Listen to, listen to and obey him in his word only. I'd rather offend you to heaven and not pleasure you to hell by tickling your ears with lies and half-truth. Amen? God wants you to know the truth, not to be deceived into a lie in hell. Amen? This part of being humble, let go all those crutches of man's doctrine, of religions, and trust Jesus personally. Receive his Holy Spirit to know the real truth yourself. Amen? Glory to his name. Hallelujah, Lord. Luke 9, verse 48. Glory to the Lord. And he told them. He told them. Is anybody listening? Whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes him who sent me. For the one who is least among you, that is, the one who is genuinely humble, the one who is realistic self and knows their, I mean, the one with a realistic self-view, he is the one who is truly great because you know your place. You know who you believe in and trust, and you know the way you're supposed to be living. What is a realistic self-view? One who is genuinely humble. One who has changed life for God and not their self. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Luke 18, 9 through 14. The Pharisee and the tax collector. Now, if you want to see a contrast of how the self-righteous, foolish religious people are, and to see a humble person knowing who they are and how much they need the Savior. He also told this parable to some people who trusted in themselves and were confident that they were righteous, posting outwardly as upright in right standing with God and imbued others with contempt. You see who he's talking to. He also told the parable to some people who trusted in themselves and were confident that they were righteous, posing outwardly as upright in right standing with God, and imbued others with contempt. And this is what he said. Two men went up to the temple, in closure to pray, one a Pharisee, the other tax collector. The Pharisee stood obstinately and began praying to himself. Praying to himself? That means he's worshiping himself. When you've read this prayer, you've ever, you ever taught that? Until somebody pointed out the Holy Spirit began praying to himself, God have mercy, in a self-righteous way. No, 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 no. Saying, this is what he was saying. Oh, you don't want to say this. God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of men. Huh. Well, he's calling God a liar because he's sinful. Swindlers, dishonest, idolaters, or even like this tax collector, tax, tax collector. What about a self-righteous, foolish religious leader? That's sinful too. I fast twice a week. Big deal. I pay tithes of all that I get. But the tax tax collector, standing at a distance, would not even raise his eyes toward heaven, but with striking his chest in humility and repentance. Oh, yeah. Very important to be humble. Saying, God, be merciful and gracious to me, especially wicked sinner that I am. Oh, yeah. Somewhere you've got to come to that place. I tell you this, man went to his home justified, forgiven of the guilt of sin and placed in right standing with God, rather than the other man. For everyone who exalts himself will be humble. Not a good thing to exalt yourself. I wouldn't say not a very good thing to put your name on the ministry over Christ. Uh-oh. But he who humbles him, forsaking self-righteous pride, will be exalted. That means coming to the end of this terrible nature in pride that the devil has and that we have because of the fall of Adam and Eve. And the only one that can change that in your life is the Savior. Born again by his spirit, faith alone in Christ, by his life and shed blood, and born again by the Spirit who brings the nature and character of God into our life. Change lives. Being humble like Christ. 
A picture from the Lord of truly being humble. Amen. Romans 12, verse 16. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, conceited, self-important, and exclusive. No. But associate with what? Humble people. There's a good there's some good wisdom. Because the others that he's speaking here will put you down and put you in your place and say, Oh, you don't matter. Oh, you're not you don't, you haven't been successful in this world. Those with realistic self view, there's that word again. There is a realistic self view. Being humble. Do not overestimate yourself. Oh no, Lord. No, don't let us do that. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Oh, no, Lord. No, no. Oh, let us, brothers and sisters, take heed to these words and commands. Lord, help us not to overestimate ourselves. Let us know we have not arrived yet. We still need to be very humble and trust you. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Hebrews 2, verse 9. More about being humble like Jesus Christ. And look at his example. Jesus briefly humbled. But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, by taking on limitations of humanity. That must have blown them away. Crowned with glory and honor because of his suffering of death. So that by the grace of God, extended to you and me, sinner, he might experience death for the sins of everyone. Christ has done it once and for all. It's available for all of God's created children. I pray you know it tonight as the Spirit moves upon you if you do not. I mean, look to Jesus how to humble, how to be humble. Look to his word, how to be humble. Amen? James 1, verse 9. Let the brother in humble circumstance glory in his high position. As a born-again believer, a simple life, not complicated, called to the truth, true riches. And to be heir of God, true riches, God supplies all our uh, riches. I mean, God supplies our needs in the glorious riches of Christ, spiritual riches, eternal riches. So much better than any of this stuff down here. Oh, praise God. In our humble circumstance compared to all the riches of this world, we have true riches, eternal riches. And to be the heir of God? These last for that these last forever riches. He will all I mean uh, riches here will all be burned up. Amen. Everything here will be burned up. Amen. James one verse twenty one. So get rid of uncleanliness and all that remains of wickedness, and with a humble spirit receive the word of God, which is implanted. Actually, rooted in your heart, glory to God, which is able to save your soul. Yeah, because the word is Jesus, the living word of God. You have to be humble now to receive the word of God, which is implanted 
actually rooted in your heart, amen? To do what, brothers and sisters? Which is able to save your souls, amen? 1 Peter 3, verse 8. Finally, all of you be like-minded, united in spirit, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, courteous, and compassionate toward each other as members of one household and humble in spirit. One household, one family, one church, one body of Christ. Hmm, one, unity. Whatever you're at, where you're at, and praise God, I pray that you are placed in sharing God's word and led by the Spirit. But whoever you are, ones who believe and trust in Jesus and born again by the Spirit, the true household of God, the brothers and sisters in Christ, family. This is truly a changed life to be able to do this, to be humble and loving like Jesus Christ. Amen? 1 Peter 5, verse 5. Likewise, you younger men of lesser rank and experience, be subject to your elders. Seek their counsel. And all of you clothe yourself, what? And all of you clothe yourself with humility toward one another. Tie on the servant's apron. For God is opposed to the proud and the disdainful, the palm and the presumptuous. Uh, that's it. And, it. and he defeats them. Uh-oh. But he gives grace to the humble. Mm. So how do you receive grace? You've got to be humble. First Peter 5, verse 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you. So you can't be lifted up or changed in that self-righteous pride. You've got to put it at the feet of Jesus as he bleeds on, the, I mean, his blood pours out from that cross, his nails and his feet, his hands. The place of honor in his service at the appropriate time, God's perfect way in time. You being humble, he will exalt you to the place of honor in his service at the appropriate time and his appropriate way, Amen. Revelations 1, 5 through 6. Glory to God, hear this word good. Thank you, Jesus. From Jesus Christ, the faithful, the faithful and trustworthy witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. Who's in control? Jesus Christ is. Not these people in, the, in these uh, of buildings, of presidents, and lords, and princes, and whatever. They're just mere men. To him who always loves us, and who has once for all freed us, or washed us from our sin by his blood, his sacrificial death, and formed us into a kingdom of his subjects, priests, to his God and Father, To him be the glory and power and majesty and dominion forever and ever. Amen. This will come to all who are to be humble in Christ now. Amen. Who has made this happen in our lives? Us? 
or religion or works or tradition. No and no again. It is from Jesus Christ who is who he is and what he has done. It is time for us to know and understand this, to be humble and to live changed lives that God has for us. It is our faith in him and born again by his Holy Spirit that has saved us, given us changed lives for now and for all eternity, which is eternal life. Amen. I tell you now, start living like God wants us to and not what men say. Amen? Let's make that word and apply it to our lives. I would tell you now, start. Start living like God wants us to and not what men say. Amen? So we know now we are to live the changed life God has given us. To be humble like Christ for such a time as this. We are all going to be humbled by God. We will all go through his refining pot to see who is proud or humble. We as born-again believers are dead to our old, simple, prideful self, that we have a realistic self-view, changed life in Christ. The view God wants us to see and be ourselves through Jesus Christ. All glory to Jesus in our lives, brothers and sisters. Nothing of ourselves. He deserves all glory. We are to submit to him and empty ourselves, to be servants and to love him and obey him. Be modest and not proud and arrogant fools. Amen. I finish with these three great portions of scripture from God's word. A word of warning, a word of repenting, and being humbled, amen? 2 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6. For even though he was crucified in weakness, yielding himself, yet he lives resurrected by the power of God his Father. For we too are weak in him, as he was humanely, humanely weak, yet we are alive and well in fellowship with him. Why? Because of the power of God directed toward you. Amen. Isn't that exciting? Test and evaluate yourself to see whether you are in the faith, living your life as committed believers. Examine yourself, not me. Or do you not recognize that this this about yourself by an ongoing experience, lifestyle, presence of God in your life, that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail the test and are rejected as a counterfeit. But I hope you will acknowledge that we do not fail the test, nor are we to be rejected. Amen. Hallelujah. For such a time as this, test and evaluate yourself. The Lord Jesus is saying to all of us, are we living for him? Hang on. I've got to put a page over. Here we go. Okay. Now Are we living the changed life he has given us by our faith in him and born again? To answer these eternal questions by an ongoing experience that Jesus Christ is in you, 
You're not the same anymore. You're growing and maturing as a believer in Christ. You live the life you have to be humble like Christ. Amen. But I hope you do not fail the test personally, nor to be rejected by your God and Savior, Jesus Christ, because you fail the eternal test by not having a changed life in Christ, which consists of faith alone in him and to believe and trust and embrace him in a personal relationship to be forgiven of all your sin and be born again. Amen. James 4, 1 through 5. Things to avoid. Things to avoid. What leads to unending quarrels and conflicts among you? Do they not come from your hideous desires, the the wage that wage war, and your bodily members fighting control over you? You are jealous and covet what others have, and by lust goes un goes unfulfilled. So you murder. Ooh, man, that's getting tough, isn't it? You are envious and cannot obtain the object of your envy. So you fight and battle. You do not have because you do not ask it of God. You ask God for something and do not receive it because you ask with wrong motives, out of selfishness or with an unrighteous agenda. You're not going to receive anything when you ask like that. So when you get what you want, you may spend it on your hideous desires. You adulterous, disloyal sinners, flirting with the world and breaking your vow to God. Do you not know that being the world and the world's friends, that is, loving the things of the world is being God's enemy? So whoever chooses to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says to no purpose that the human spirit which he has made to dwell in you, I mean, in us, lust with envy? Things we should, we should, uh, uh, the things we should not do and can't avoid in our changed lives, amen? The things we should not do and can't avoid in our changed lives. Things we should not do. Now, praise God. What he gives us to avoid these things and live a changed, humble life we life we have now. Amen. John John I mean James four, six through ten. Oh, it gets good. But he gives more and more grace through the power of the Holy Spirit to defy sin and live obedient life that reflects both our faith and our our gratitude for our salvation. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud and haughty, but continually gives the gift of grace to the humble who turn away from self-righteousness. So submit to the authority of God. Resist the devil. Stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. That's what believers need to do. Come close to God with a contrite heart. That means being humble. And he will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, 
Purify your faithful hearts, you double-minded people. He's talking to the church, mainly probably talking to Jewish believers. Be miserable and grieve and weep over your sins. Yet let your foolish laughter be turned into mourning and your reckless joy to gloom. And here it is. Humble yourselves with the attitude of repentance and insignificance in the presence of the Lord. And he will exalt you. He will lift you up. And he will give you purpose. And the uh, uh, Maranatha singer said, he'll lift you up to heaven because that's what he's going to do. But in this place now where we live and where we serve the Lord and live for him, we are to be humble like him, not arrogant and prideful, you know, and have your names in light or anything. No, it's about lifting up Jesus and not ourselves. Amen forever. Nothing else. Nothing else but you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. This is a powerful song. Powerful song just between us and the Lord. Uh, When the uh, thing will open. Come on. There we go. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Well. There he goes. Okay. Well, not yet. That's not that. There you go. There you go. go. Hallelujah. So powerful. This is so true. Some place we should, it should be like this for us. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Let's sing from your heart to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Praise his name. Hallelujah. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm not here for blessing. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. More than anything that you can do I just want you hallelujah yes Lord be real I'm sorry 
When I just come through the motions, I'm sorry. When I just sing another song, take me back to where we started. I open my heart to you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. When I come with my own agenda, I'm sorry. When I forgot that you're enough, take me back to where we started. I open my heart to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Caught up in your presence. Hallelujah. I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. Amen. Someday, hallelujah. Oh, I'm not here for blessings. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. And more than anything that you can do. I just want you. Come on now. Sing it to him. From your heart, I just want you, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do, I just want you, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, nothing else, hallelujah, nothing else, nothing else will do, I just want you, nothing else, nothing else, Jesus, nothing else will do. I just want you, nothing else, oh, nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do. Just want you, just want you, Jesus. Oh, nothing else will do. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Nothing else will do. On you, yes, coming back, yes, it matters, Jesus, oh, yes, Lord, this one, you, nothing else, nothing else, 
Nothing else will do beyond you. Nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do. Just want you, Jesus, glorious Savior. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're more than enough. Oh, I remember now, Lord. Oh, yes, we remember. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Up in your presence. Hallelujah. I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm not here for blessing. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. More than anything that you can do. Oh, I just want you. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Isn't that true? We really do. Praise his name. And we continue to praise and know who he is and who he is to the Jewish people. Hallelujah. Yeshua, our glorious Savior, the anointed one, the Messiah, the Christ. Yeshua. Amen. Continue to praise him. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Ooh, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Yes, you. Ooh, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, 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 ah. 
come here, I'm declaring that Jesus Christ is Lord, and I'm taking back his holy ground. I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. Send the nails of the cross and the land was flowing. That victory was sealed that day. When Satan saw the blood, he knew that Christ had won it. And he knew that Sunday was on its way. Amen. Hallelujah now. The ground began to quake. All the heaven's power came bursting from that tomb within. The stone rolled away and hell was overpowered by the king who sprang, who rose again. I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. Come on now. He was lifted up. He paid a costly price. He bought me with his blood. Of his own life. Christ can now reigning. He wears a victor's crown. Satan was defeated. When the blood flowed down, I belong to Jesus. To him, I belong to Jesus. Free from sin, I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. Oh, he was lifted up. He paid the costly price. He bought me with the blood of his own life. Oh, Christ the King now reigning. He wears the victor's crown. Satan was defeated. When the blood flowed down, I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. I belong to Jesus. I belong to him. I belong to Jesus, free from sin. People, we are free from sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory! Glory! Hallelujah! Praise to the name of the Lord Jesus, glorious, victorious King! Hallelujah! You stand from victory, brothers and sisters. You stand from victory in Jesus. Oh, hallelujah! Know how you come before the Lord, that you are a child of the living God, that you have been redeemed, 
that you become part of the family, that you are joint heirs with Christ. Come boldly before the throne of grace, not in yourself, but in Jesus, and by his shed blood, you come before the Father. Hallelujah. Crying out to him in your suffering, in your pain, in your, in your need, in your sorrow, in all that you're going through. It's all about Jesus, victorious over the one that would want to bring all these things toward us. He's victorious over Satan. Proclaim it and live it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Praise God. We come into the praise and worship. Hallelujah. Someone get excited about Jesus. Oh, praise his name. And praying for uh, Sis uh, Connie. When I prayed earlier, uh, was anything happening? I felt the anointing of the Spirit. Was your wrist and your hands any better? We pray in the mighty name of Jesus and that he is the healer and I'm just a vessel. But I sensed that the anointing was going to help your your fingers and your hands and wrists. I pray that it has. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We have many prayer requests that she ends when she's going to answer here. Uh, prayer requests that we've had, and we've had, I have many uh, from uh, uh, my church family. Uh, we pray for the Martinez family. We had, okay, we'll pray to continue for your wrists and your fingers. It's in God's perfect way in time. It's going to happen, though, because that's part of his promise, that he is the healer. The God is our healer. Hallelujah. Pray for Sis Connie's uh, wrists and fingers to take pain away. For healing. That'll take the pain away. For healing. Amen. All right. And uh, we have, like, many prayer requests. Believe it and face this to say, Lord Jesus, bring it upon me. The anointing of the Spirit is here to change lives. And that means salvation. That means deliverance and healing. They, uh, we had a birthday party for uh, one of their daughter's little girl. Birthday number one. A great time together and party and fellowship and everything. And the next day, we find out that the baby has a high fever and the mother is sick. And then the grandmother is, I mean, the mother or grandmother is sick. And, of course, they go, you know, go to the hospital and you know what they do. And they say they have, you know, the uh, pandemic thing. And um, we pray. And we're praying for them. And we still continue to pray until we see them uh, healed and peace and comfort. And they needed rest. And they needed rest. I think that was a big thing. We don't think it's COVID because, and then our uh, our pastor and his family uh, get stripped throat. And uh, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, this is warfare, and we need to pray in the name of Jesus. And we're praying for tonight. We hear Brother uh, uh, Brian and Shauna, reconciliation and protection from Satan, trying to come against them and their family and their marriage. And we're praying for another family from our church, Kat and Braden and their family. Pray for protection from Satan. You know, you need to know his plus. And that God is victorious and mighty. But we've got to proclaim it. The Lord says, you're here. You're my vessel. Act like me. Through me. 
That's the only way we can. Uh, we're praying for healing and strength for my pastor, Vic, and his wife, Michelle, and their daughters, uh, Ava and Sophie, in the name of Jesus. And uh, we had a great VPS, uh, 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 Vacation Bible School, even with the people that are down that did a lot of this and would have been part of it. Uh, others rose up. It was amazing that as we've been talking about uh, to be servants, they showed up. People showed up, and we made it through, and it was tremendous. It was great. About, I think we had about 30 kids, and that was fantastic. Any other prayer requests? As, uh, let's see. We, I know we continue to pray for um, Sis Nicole's friends, uh, Sonia, and so let's see. Let me find it here. Thank you, Jesus. Man, it's so many. Yeah, Sonia, Sarah, and Sophie for salvation and healing. Uh, let's see. We pray for guidance, wisdom, not man's solutions, the future of the fellowship here at our church. Uh, let's see. We pray for God's people and have hope and not doubt. Uh, let's see. Let's get over here. Hallelujah. We're praying for Nicole's mother for peace and comfort and healing in the name of Jesus. Any update on that, sis, Nicole? Uh, amen. Yes, sis. Uh, pray that you die to the flesh. Well, you just have to believe it, sis. It's happened. Uh, Galatians is claimed. Galatians uh, 2.20. Galatians 2.20. That you are crucified. That pretty well gets the job done. But your faith will grow and understand. But no, sis, all of us, we still deal with this flesh until we, the day of redemption. You know that because it says that we're sealed with the Holy Spirit into the day of redemption. The final, the final redemption or consequences of our flesh and sin is dealt with. But praise God, in your walk you will grow and you will mature and you will be more like Christ. The Holy Spirit will move that in your life. And you're asking for it, he will answer. Praise God, Lord. We thank God that Sister Cole wants to be humble and be more like you and that we all agree with her too, Lord. All right, brothers and sisters, we've got to go to prayer so we can let Sis, um, Sis Nicole, I mean, Sis Jeanette finish up with this beautiful song. Father, we thank you and praise you tonight. And Lord, we lift all these prayer requests to you. Lord, we have declared it in many different ways by your word, by preaching, and by the word and singing. And we know that you have it all in control and that you can touch everybody's life and you will intervene and change it. And that we will be like you, Lord Jesus, that we be humble and get this old flesh out of the way and not let us be prideful and arrogant, but we would walk humble and be an example for the people around us and this world. And we pray for all these prayer requests, Father, tonight. We pray now, as Sister Connie's here, we pray that you would heal and take away this pain from her wrists and fingers in Jesus' name. Lord God, we pray for everybody else that are on this prayer list, many from my church. We've been praying already, but we pray you intervene because of the anointing and the presence of the Holy Spirit here. I know that, Holy Spirit, you're praying for us, and I know, Lord Jesus, you're a great high priest and advocate you're praying for us. Glory to God. We have that in our corner. Oh, there's, I mean, it's, it's victory. It's victory in you. And we thank you for this night, Lord, and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for everything. Amen. All right, sis, uh, you want to come and finish with this beautiful song. And it's another song about how uh, 
that what Jesus does and how we should be doing. How Jesus is and how we should be doing. It really is. It's all about believing and having faith and doing what he has called us to do. Praise the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. That's right. That's the name of the song. <laughs> Sister Cole, in Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> That's pretty good, Sister. You know the, you knew the name of the song. In Jesus' name. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. God moves. But that's how we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. But that's the name of the song, too, in Jesus' name. Amen. God is special. Amen. Amen, sis. Amen, brother. You know, you think about it. That's exactly what that is. That's the end of our prayer. What kind of prayer we're supposed to pray? Praise the Father in Jesus' name. So you go right ahead and sing this beautiful song. Hello? You there, sis? Uh-oh. Are you there, sis Jeanette? Mm. Well, can you hear there you go. Can okay. you hear me? There you are. All right. Yeah, I can hear you now. Praise God. Okay. Go ahead. Can you hear me, brother? Hello? Yes, yes. We can hear you fine, sis. I speak the name of Jesus over you. In your hurting, in your sorrow, I will ask my customer. I speak the name because all I can do. In desperation, I seek heaven. Pray this for you. I pray for you. Circumstances would change. I pray this is fear and silence in Jesus' name. I pray that it breaks through what happened today. I pray for your love in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you. 